podcast your mama warned you about. Did you hear me? Hello and welcome everybody. Another episode of Did You Hear Me? Sleazy here on the mic. Uh, we've got a, another room of longevity tonight here with Pac-Man. Tensions are high, the too. Tension. Mm. He cut it with a knife. Mm. We got the sheriff. Beautiful intro there. And uh, as everybody was brought in, uh, I don't know if everybody put the connection for the voice for our intro, but the contributor to that, the king, is here with us tonight. Um, <laughs> king, you going to speak tonight, or are you scared I'm going to stir your voice again? <laughs> He's got a few comments that, uh, at the right time. I'll, I'll let you speak what you need to say for a second, and then I'll, uh, I'll take over. Well, we appreciate you being here. The other half of the Granite City Gamblers, we had Ace on a few weeks ago. Uh, another point of contention. Sore subject. Yep, sore subject. Uh, splitting them up, you know, trying to trying to hear from them as individuals, not as a not as you know Northeast Georgia's undefeated tag team. Um, wrestling tag team so we're trying to give you your own voice and speaking of your voice um you brought us our drink of the week tonight you want to tell us what you got there well <laughs> all right you say you scared imported, to talk. <laughs> imported all the way from the great country of iceland we have what here is called an einstock it's European lager, or as they say on here, an Arctic lager, but a European lager. And uh, newly 12-ounce cans, as the Europeans like to use the metric system, they were uh, originally 11.2 ounces, not so, 12 ounces. So uh, so they were trying to short the Americans. They were, mm. but it's, uh, uh, it's definitely European lager. It's got a little bit of a... IPA taste to it, I think, but it's still, it's really cold. Oh, no. Pretty good. It is very cold. It's like it came straight from the land of the ice. Yeah, it looks like uh, our Nordic friend on the front there. (laughs) That does. His accent is real, though. Viking Chris on making a cameo on top of the can. All right, let me put this in our branded koozies that Crosberry left with us last week. If If you want one, reach out to me. You can, I'll get you one. Spill on aisle three over here. We're packing, huh? Getting excited. Yeah, BK, it's going to. There you go. Told you. Tried to tell you. The king shook him up to yeah, get he did. back to yeah, us. He did. Yeah. Yeah, he Set did. us up there with some foam. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, that's pretty good. Ooh, yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Sorry, I had a lot of cleanup to do there. That was uh, an explosion of suds. Slurping going on up here. <laughs> You three are probably used to blowing your load. Pause. Oh, off the top rope man, for the cancellation. <laughs> well, we'll get off to. That's a load of. Uh, I don't even know. Yeah, well, it's a load know. of the Lord. <laughs> oh. <laughs> let's go. Let's go ahead and hash out the first thing. Um, I'll go ahead and admit <laughs> I did steal your voice for my intro. Our, our intro. Sorry, I, I stole it though. Your intro. Well, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I've I've (laughs) protested this show since uh, I know y'all had the other half on here, and we won't Not even mentioned it by name. He's not going to be mentioned by name. (laughs) Man, is this a breakup? (laughs) 
This is a bit of beer Bob face over me here. Me and him will have that conversation, and it might so end you up being even, in the squared circle. I was going to say, so you settle it in the ring. You haven't even spoke and, since um, then? Squared circle. The squared okay. circle, and uh, All right. he he knows my displeasure. And uh, don't, don't blow your load in the circle now. Oh, so it's uh, and I, unlike the NCAA, I guess there is no <laughs> NIL deal with this. I still haven't received any compensation. <laughs> well, I was gonna say for my voice being on here, you so. can take that koozie home with you. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say we give you, we'll, I'll give you half of all of my earnings from this. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, I'm gonna go ahead and say what I got to say and just get it over with. <laughs> Because I already see where this is going. The compensation of zero is zero, and, isn't it? You know, as many of the viewers know a few weeks ago that the, the other half of the the tag team, the best tag team that never was, was uh was on here. And um you know, you brought you brought both of us on a few months back, your ratings go through the roof. And <laughs> yeah. so the- things are things are going good and then Put us on the map. I'm I'm scrolling through and I see, and I have to do a double take when I look at my social media and I'm like, is that is that is that my partner on the show? And I, and I'm looking through my 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 phone, my text messages. My I don't have any missed calls, no miss, no text message or anything. So it was obvious that I was left out of this show. And you know that's um, the king felt pretty disrespected. Uh, the king felt pretty slighted as as I as I deserve. Deservedly so. Good third-person reference. Uh, and like uh, so I've stewed on it a little bit, and I come to two conclusions. <laughs> or two, two ways this could have went down. With Benedict Ace. I had a good mind to come in here and start opening up a can of whoop-ass on all three of y'all sitting here. And... But I got to thinking. Yeah, yeah, you did. I got you knew thinking, that wasn't in well. Oh. The Kings got a couple potential life-changing events coming down the pike in the next couple weeks, and instead of being led out of here in handcuffs with three charges of uh, aggravated battery, three charges of elder abuse, and potentially one hate crime, then hey, battery. Whoa. I figure that the King will let bygones be bygones. I'll accept the apology that I'm owed, and we'll get back down to business, and we can start giving the people what they tune in to look for every weekend, and that's the content that this show puts out. So, well, That's very gracious of you, I guess. We didn't, did we apologize? Did you apologize, please? Um, I will apologize for not uh, you know, thanking him ahead of time that I was going <laughs> to splice up the voice and put him on. The intellectual uh, property. Yeah, because it's the first thing that the dozens and dozens of listeners hear every week when they when they tune in. The intro's uh, badass now. Yeah, so I love it. He wasn't even as mad about that as the as the knife in the top of his back from a home builder. Yeah, apparently mm. I. This is gonna have to get worked out. Well, he's had a he's had a uh, a little gambler <laughs> since then, so I'm getting him a little time to recover and. Uh, we're going to hash it out, just me and him. Bench press competition. Yeah. Well, he's going to get me in that one. I can't, I can't do a whole lot of – Is it the shorter arms? The, the bitching right now was – I can't go into why I can't do it. I don't want that to get out. I heard just, in, just in case there's there, – the big government's listening. So. I heard, I heard but, uh, ego. Can't bench with an ego that's hurt. Um, but 
doesn't have anything to do with cycling out clean, right? It has nothing to do with that. <laughs> okay, just, just making sure. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Uh, I had another explosion. Oh, man, Ice, oh, man. An Icelandic-sized explosion. <laughs> man, these are loaded. Yeah. He's not on the Gerald pun, is he? Man, he's uh. It's Iceland, man. Just a, little, a just a little tweak <laughs> in the shoulder won't let me. No, I got you. Won't let me go down. I got no answer from sleeves down yeah. there for uh, being on the JR plan. Well, uh, these Icelandic beers had a rough ride over there. Really shook up <laughs> on the boat. Well, not as shook up as I was when I was. <laughs> my, you know. Well, we hope we hope that you and Ace can repair the relationship and get back to that. Tag team I, I can that, understand how he feels being yeah. 13 minutes away and just no Here love. We go. Here we go. Is this Greenville? <laughs> you bring it. Greenville 2.0. Oh, Hunter might feel, or the king might feel like he's on Mayberry and, Street. And you know, the king, <laughs> when the king was riding over here, he got to thinking there's been several times the king has brought that group that was there that night doing this podcast together. The king has brought them together multiple times. Oh, yeah. And then the king was just left out. Well, you're back now. <laughs> you're back. You're here. We're glad you're here. Um, Let's give the people the content. I we, think Ag Battery would get us a few more listeners. I really wanted you on because I was hoping you'd bring Cosmo. How is Cosmo uh, doing? This is uh, the king's dog. It's large. Best friend. <laughs> the one you eat uh, hot dog yep. buns with. Yeah, yeah well, we've, we've cut out a lot of the carbs. Um <laughs> Oh, okay. Boss Erica's been she's been making uh, homemade sourdough bread lately oh, from scratch. So we've been uh, it's still cars, but okay. it's a little bit healthier. It's a uh, it's, it's made from scratch. And she does it. She does very well with it actually. But uh, now Cosmo's doing good. He's still. Would you tell her if it wasn't any good? I would. I'd tell her she needed uh, to fix it. I shit. believe that. <laughs> That's good to be honest. It's good to be honest. But she. Man, we're, uh, we're... King brought the A game today. No, she's uh she does pretty well. But Cosmo's Cosmo's doing good. Cosmo had an injury not too long ago. Y'all wouldn't know because you didn't have me on here. But he um <laughs> he okay. him and uh, uh him, tell us about it. Well, you know he goes to the Muddy Paws down in Watkinsville. Yeah, and uh, he had it's a doggy a little, daycare. What the, does he have his pinky up? He doesn't. He I mean he's he's pampered for sure. But he uh Very affluent. I guess him and another dog got into it, and uh, he had a uh, little puncture wound. Right here, so he didn't go to Money Paul for about two weeks. I can relate. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can. A lot of dog uh, run-ins yeah, in your yeah, career. Cosmo's got extra tendons. So how? <laughs> answer me this. All right, so we we have all these places around here: Paultropolis, Muddy Paws. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have dog parks. Oh yeah. Um, how are there not more dog fights? I don't understand how the dogs. Do they know they're at a place? They have to be. So they do. I, I, I'm assuming the other ones do it too. But I know Muddy Paws when we got them in there. They. Um, he had to go do like a temperament test. Okay. And so I, I don't think from what – even his injury, from what I understand, it wasn't an act like a fight. They were just playing like dogs do and just kind of a tooth or a nail got stuck in there. But they uh, they make them do temperament tests and a fingernail. all kind of stuff. Yeah. So We don't want to – I don't know. I, I'm just curious because I ride by the dog park all the time. And, you know, the public one, it's got to be just a grab bag of – society i mean i've never been because i don't have a dog to take and i, I do I, know my dog one of my older dogs did get in a fight at the dog port one time cost me damn near a thousand dollars at the uh uga vet paying for the other dog or for your dog the other dog 
Mm. My dog got got a hold to him and can also relate to that. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, Pac Man, when you want you want to share your story of <laughs> not particularly. No, <Okay. laughs> <Okay. laughs> training dogs. <laughs> no, my dog got out of the house one time and uh, he liked to chase small animal squirrels gotcha. and things like that. Well, anyway, there happened to be a lady walking her small dogs, and uh, pew, out my dog went. Yeah. Got a Gone, got though. a mouthful and started shaking it around. So uh, like. I can't remember the exact amount. It was over three grand. I had to pay for this Gracious. lady's uh, vet bill Ooh. on her dog because uh, Lambo t- tore him up. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Is he still alive? No, as far as I know. Oh yeah. Okay. Never yeah. take take well, back my RIP. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we love like... to kill things off on this <laughs> yeah. show, don't we? Like Bob Vila. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Sorry, um, Bob and Lambo. Yeah. Lambo's still alive. As far as I know, he was a. Uh, after the three G's, you told them. Well, that was the that was the first incident. There three was another G's. One. Shout out to Fanny. Serial oh. offender. Yeah, he was. Oh, that so. oh that wasn't the only. It wasn't an isolated incident. No, and I got a ticket for that, so I had to show up to municipal court <laughs> in and, full and, uniform. And, no, I. I I was actually told that, that I couldn't do that. So anyway, I show up, and the judge, who I know, was like, oh, hey, what are you doing here? And I just had to hang my head down and say, I'm a defendant. <laughs> and he's, he's looking through all his paperwork and, and stuff, and he's like, oh, yeah, you are. Yeah. Yep, just here from, from a court date. The justice system finally caught up the pack. Yep, so, you know, anyway, well, that's my we- story. It can get expensive out there, and I, I just don't know how there's more. There are not more incidents. A, yeah, I had an incident, but it was not. It didn't make it to the G status. Shout out to Fanny. Uh, it was a, it was in the hundreds. Okay, but it, that was more of a, a a Great Dane knockdown than it was a. Mm. The yeah. other dog had a similar injury to the Cosmopolitan gentleman, and. Uh, Shout out to Cosmo. One puncture, and then the woman was knocked down. Gotcha. But all humans uh, escaped safely. I wasn't even there. The babysitter was there, so I I was I had to take the word is, and cut uh, the check. Yeah, this is with your current dog. Oh no, that would be a that would be a melee. Well, I mean, knock on. You probably need to knock on wood for your unit. Y'all haven't had any incidents with the Leo dogs. Not biting one got loose in my neighborhood. Yeah, not with a, uh, but it didn't yeah, do yeah. anything or hurt not, anybody. Not with uh, other dogs. Plenty of humans. Well, that's a job. I'm, I meant like. Well, accidentally off. as yeah, well. Yeah, right. Accidental. Yeah. yeah. That's good. That's a good thing. You better find some wood to knock on. That's plastic, but good try. I did. Uh, <laughs> I did. There was some dogs skedaddling by the house, and uh, said partner was. I thought he was out there with them because they were, they were hooting and hollering and having a good time. And then I, I in a kind of very panicked voice, said his name. And so he kind of come around the corner, still in the yard. Good dog. And looked at me and said, like, what up, homie? And the <laughs> dogs were losing their mind. He never even was, made, well, was way more concerned with the bush. That must smell like him. But that, the other dogs were very interested in him. <laughs> that could go a lot of ways. <laughs> it's one of his favorite bushes that to mark. Marks his territory. I got you. Sorry. I, can, I forgot Pac's on top yeah. of his game. Uh, so that's uh, why I dust the carpet match the bush. 
Shout that's out. A, that's a uh, yeah. That's a saying that we heard one time. Somebody got a little confused. Um, yeah. So the, sh- yeah. the, so the sheriff hey, is. Uh, my partner does have a. He is. He. I'm proud of him. Yeah. Let's just say that. Uh, he's, he's one of the best that I've he ever met. He is intact. Um, and he is a, a gifted man. But yeah. he was not worried about the other dogs. It was some kind of shaggy dog. The they kind of got the white face and the gray coat. I can't think of the name of the dog. Okay. Some kind of terrier and then something else. And that, they were dragging the woman down the road to get to they were the base burglar. Fight. They didn't know. But he could care less. They didn't know. He would end it. He um, so you're freshly back from a uh, little adventure this weekend. Sore. You and Big Brain. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, Icelandic beers and yeah. a lot of beer. You went skiing, snowboarding. To be exact, right? Beach Mountain, which I didn't know was so close to Boone. So and, uh, that was in I North Carolina. It's just north of Sugar Mountain. So how would you rate your uh, snowboarding skills after a full day of it? It had been 20 years since I had been on uh, a snowboard, and I had some success as a teenager at Wachusett Mountain in Massachusetts. Shout out to the indigenous. But uh, uh, Big Brain's already out of me on this, but... Uh, Definitely knew as soon as movement was going to be had with either one foot in the binding or two, obviously you get on the human mover or the lift. Which this is like a little track that primary, moves Primary, yeah. I saw you going into Down. it. I heard it did not end well. No, it started terribly. It ended just fine. Because according to Big Brain, they had to shut it down to rescue you. That was the first time I got on it. <laughs> but I knew with a 20-year delay, as soon as the board started moving, I was going to be on the ground. Yeah. But I thought the belt kept moving, mm-hmm. you know, similar to like a Pilgrim's Pride scenario. And so I crawled to safety, even though the belt was stopped, because I just kicked into survival mode. You're talking about you I got... thought they kept it rolling. And so you, you thought fell, if you, you didn't fell. move, you were just going to get trampled and just wrapped up maybe underneath it? Could, could have been. The one we were on a couple <laughs> weeks ago, they did keep it moving. Yeah, and, I uh, crawled. I had to have somebody bring me a ski up there because I lost one. Yeah, I was going to say you went skiing not too long yeah, ago. Park yourself City, Utah. There. Shout out. So did, did you do skiing or snowboarding or both? Ski. I, I went skiing. Skiing. Yeah, I was Big Brain and I was snowboarding. Uh, Big Brain made it three hours. I'll give her some credit. Okay. But at about one twenty-seven in the afternoon, she said, Bah, not for me. Yeah, but, I don't. Pack, you ever been skiing, snowboarding? Never, not one time. Neither yeah, it I. was definitely uh, there was there was a few extra tendons there, but it was a very uh, normal tendon crowd. Yeah, that's uh, I don't know. I, I've never really had. I've never made the opportunity to go. I don't think I would do well. You would like the um, the atmosphere. The atmosphere. Yes. Okay. It's a very or, or as the the professionals say the the apri. Which is an actual word. What is a pre? It's it is an actual word. So I learned this is an actual French. word. It, it is. It's a uh, it's a p r e s, and it's kind of like the ski a pre. It's just kind of the whole atmosphere, of the ski lodge, the skiing, and everything. It's just it like what a, they say it's it, a pre. It was twenty eight degrees, and it actually snowed. I think they got three or four inches. Mm-hmm. So it was a cool. It was a cool spot. Now I can't. No surprise with the longevity. I have to. Uh, I guess some people that are smaller than me can just stand onto the board from the buttocks. Okay. I was more of a a front front leaning rest and then come to the knees and then to the board. 
And okay. that's uh, that's not how it's you're supposed a, to do it, I guess. I don't know. It's a workout. I don't. I don't think it matters as long as you can get it up. Pause. That's what matters in life. <laughs> but uh, get right. it up. Big keep bra- it up. Yeah, big brain also had to flip from the stomach regions, <clears throat> and that tore. That was got worn out. Yeah. And didn't I think uh, the king will agree that if you get good at it, there is that Jesus take the wheel moment where you start picking up speed. Think big brain could loosen the controls enough. Yeah, I was more of like a. I've seen videos and it's it looks kind of uh, once, if you get it going. Once I even on like these public, you know, I don't know what you call them, where everybody's at, they still well, can you, get you, pretty steep. Yeah, well, you have they have like the different categories. You have like the green, which is kind of the be, beginnerish. Everybody should be able to you know be pretty comfortable in the green it, yeah. it's you, there's there's chances to go fast and you have the blue which is a little more challenging it's it can be a little more steeper uh it's not as smoothed out as much uh and then obviously there's you know the black diamonds yeah. and stuff like that so how which, does the uh snow compare from so you know obviously you're northeast there sheriff and then you've been out west skiing and i'm assuming both of y'all obviously you just came back from north carolina how does the snow compare to the southern snow to the rest of the snow does that question make sense? D- yeah. Okay. I know, like light, light and fluffy snow versus yeah, heavy, wet snow well, kind of? I mean, obviously, I know, like, at the top of Georgia into North Carolina, they do a lot of man-made snow there. There was a, there was a layer of man-made snow. And obviously, snow, out then, west in Denver and Colorado, that's it was that's, all that's it, the Lord's snow. Yeah, it was all not. I mean, in fact... Yeah. Um, like a pillow. It is the only thing that saved me because some of the guys that I was with decided they were going to lie to me and tell me there were some green slopes on the other side where we went, and there in fact were not. And we ended up going down. A, we ended up going down a black diamond, and it did not turn out well for me whatsoever. Um, but it had just—I think—I mean, it had to snow four or five feet, and it was every time you fell, it just felt like you were falling on powder. So it falling on to the bed with the queen. Because I went but, up uh, um, in Maggie Valley when they had the snow on the ground and looked at it, and it did, it was man-made, and it yeah. did not look uh, comfortable. Because I could see grass through it in some places. I've done everything in my power to avoid snow for the rest of my life, yeah, so I'm, I don't have any desire to have any seek it out. in Milwaukee? I, I don't it's know not the very, I mean, they're... Well, it's I not guess very it's not very hilly, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's not hilly enough. I, I mean, no urban skiing down the alleyways. <laughs> That's no? about it. That's about urban it. skiing away from the cars. The uh, yeah, I would say I would second Pack's motion and say I don't really care. I moved here not to see snow. Yeah, but the uh, you could see a difference as uh, the inches were falling from God's snow, as you call it. Yeah. You could kind of tell the difference between the man-made kind of foundational area. But I think a weekend or two ago, they had got 26 inches. But it does seem to be more... That sounds miserable. It It, it is. That's why I have... Yeah. Well, and I, I don't know about the North Carolina. two feet. I will say this, though. The one, the one thing I did notice in Park City was it was 26 degrees and stuff, but it didn't... It was to- tolerable, if that makes sense. Like it didn't feel like a, a twenty six degrees would feel here, and maybe yeah. it maybe had something to do with the humidity and all that kind of stuff. But it yeah. was like a. It was a sunny too. Uh no? yeah, it was. It was kind of back and forth. I mean, they got a pretty good snowfall in this. It was. I mean, it was snowing pre- pretty much the entire time you were on the slopes and stuff like that. But it was the weather was. I don't know. I, I can't really explain it because I don't. I'm not a 
meteorologist, obviously, but it's, <laughs> but it, it it is it felt like you know twenty six degrees here, like I'm like freezing, and it's still cold out there, but it wasn't like a it it was tolerable if that makes sense. Well, you also were you not like bundled up in your you, yeah, but but no really no different. Than I would be if I was here. Okay, I I would just venture to say, and and I am with the king here. I'm not going to be confused with Jim Cantori from the Weather Channel at any time. But he a is legend. a legend. He fell on New Englander. But, uh, yeah, I think the fact that this uh, climate is obviously different and you kind of hover around freezing, I think that's a huge deal to where maybe the snow, ice, sleet, whatever non-rain mixture is kind of melting and then freezing and then melting and then freezing. Yeah. And there was some of that today. Because yeah. it was still snow when we, I got it you. was not snowing, but there was still snow on well, the ground when we left. Uh, and then it's going to be 50. Yeah, when so. you talk about meteorologists, is this a shout out to weather being that unpredictable? Or how is that profession so bad over all these years? I feel like they're bad. They just don't get the weather right. If, but if you are good. Yeah. Like, uh, well, the I mean, they're, they're good on like these huge fronts coming through, but like. Well, I think it's, I mean, it's, just, it's just Mother Nature. You can't. So you're going to give mean, the one? You can't. You can't think you can really. I guess, I, guess, I guess that wasn't a great question. My question was, is is weather that powerful that in 2024 we still can't? Yeah, I'm with you. We're also in an El Nino year this year, too, I think. so. Man, I haven't heard that since like 2000. <laughs> Man, El Nino? Yeah, it happens. It's Hunter's like, over here trilingual today. And I have some friends that are like huge. <laughs> trilingual. French, that are, Spanish? That are huge weather fans and like geeks, and they, they really – them out on these fronts coming through and i'm just like just tell me if it's gonna rain two days from now two days from now speaking of rain is it me or has it been one of the rainiest january february's that's been a lot of rain recently i don't remember it raining this much in january february in the last few years we'll have to pull up the uh farmer's almanac (laughs) we'll have to get mcsadness on here and because he is a He's quite a friend of nature and yeah, but I just feel like with all the technology and all the studying that we've done, especially over the past like thirty years, when technology's really increased, like it can't get any better than it is, or or is it better? And I'm just it's still not perfect, and I'm just complaining. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like because weather patterns move in a direction, right? I'm assuming, right? I don't right. know if that's right or not, but like if you're, I think if you see one forming, it's going one direction. It's going it one direction. That's yeah, a you should you should be able to say. This is coming this way, I, but I don't know. That's my very. I just feel like un- if, if you are good on camera, <laughs> you should just go be a weatherman because you never get held accountable yeah. for how bad you are. I will say, if if you can stand out in the middle of the weather, though, shout out Cantori, you can be famous. Yeah, Cantori is. I'm not interested in him from a romantic uh, setting, but uh, <laughs> okay. shout out to the drink of the week that is not the drink of the week because of our illustrious guest. It's just a decoration, but uh, if you go to the Spanish channel, Ooh, I, was, I was trying to follow you. Uh, if you go to the oh, Spanish okay. channel and okay. you watch yeah. the weather, Telemundo, yeah, I got you. It is a, uh, it is must see television. I'll just say that. Yeah, and why not? Seems because like it's a little always a little hotter. <laughs> they always <laughs> predicted to be a little hotter on that, uh, that south channel. Of, south of the border can. Yeah, but why not? Because they're, they're going to get it wrong unless there's something to look at. See, I, Miss Garcia is one that comes to mind. You see, the weather is so ridiculous. There's Shout this guy out. who's going viral on on the gram, or maybe the talk. I don't know. One of those because he'll introduce like rap lyrics into his forecast. 
Yeah. Because nobody cares what it's for. It's going to be wrong, but it's cool that he put some rap lyrics in there. So you want to know a funny kind of weather-related story? That my gra- So my grandfather yeah. used to, um, when he retired from Briggs and & Stratton, he got a part-time job working out at the airport. And he worked with some real uh, not smart people. I don't know how to say that. Say I was going to say the R word, but I probably don't want to say that. Canceled? So Intell- anyway, intellectually so, challenged. Yeah, there yeah. you go. So anyway, it was pouring down rain one day, Autism. right? Autism. And uh, <laughs> and he's got this guy that he works with, and he's like telling them it's not raining out there. And the guy's yeah. like, "It is raining." And I can look out there, and my grandpa's like, "It is not raining." Go out there <laughs> and tell me, and go see if it's raining, and come back and tell me. Yeah. So this guy goes out there, gets soaking wet, <laughs> just to prove to my grandpa that. And he comes back in soaking wet. My grandpa's just dying laughing because he actually went out there and got. Milwaukee. But yeah, Milwaukee Papa. He, 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 was, he, was had, he had jokes. But anyway, that's essentially like the weatherman. Like, yeah. just go out there and see if it's. What a, what a crafty Cajun. Because <laughs> that's, yeah. uh, that's where the roots were, right? If I was listening correctly. Where's Cajun? No, not. It's Mississippi. Yeah. I, th- I thought he was from Louisiana. No, Mississippi. Oh, the neighbor. Belzoni, Mississippi. Belzoni, okay. Yeah. The Small. deepest of the South, yeah, some deep. may say. Um, What's a Mississippi? Uh, is he, was he a rebel? Oh, we've already we've already covered that in the mascot fight. Yes, um, we can't call him a rebel. Well, that was uh, yeah. Sorry, I got around my personal rant for weathermen. I just have a disdain for. The I guess weather. if you're good though, there's a guy Chris Justice in the Greenville area that I think he got so good he's not even on the local stuff anymore, and then he owns an orchard, and then <laughs> Mr. Cantori. Whatever happened to the Super Doppler Four? <laughs> y'all, y'all remember that every Super time Doppler four. Uh, every time you turn on, it's like it's on the side of eighty five. Yeah. Super Doppler four. Well, if you want to know who didn't have cable as a kid in my era, go talk about in this area. Go talk about who the sports and weather guys were on Fox five and the ABC channel. Like Monica Kaufman was the. Yeah, I'm just because you did, we didn't have cable growing up, so tender, we would watch. Was Monica Tenderoni? No. Um, <laughs> She's just a well-known <laughs> lady with some tendons. Shout okay? out to Monica. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but like, oh, extra tendons, and oh, she should I, know the weather. What I'm saying is, it's like you watched your local news when I was growing up, especially if you didn't have cable because you could get it on the antenna. On the old antenna, you turn it a little bit, smack the TV, and it would come on. And uh, so you, I've had several conversations randomly. This is a very random topic, sorry. Where we talk about... Like Jeff Hollinger was a sports guy for Fox Five, and now he's on ABC. Yeah, we just knew these people because we watched them. Like they were in your living room. Yeah, it was a different time, you know. And then I'm Dan gonna... Rather would come on afterwards for the World News and Peter Jennings. Like you just knew these people because it's the only channels we got. I had some rabbit ears in Massachusetts. Yeah, all right. I was in trouble <laughs> with Pops Turner. I'd have to stand there and hold it. There you go. Well, very random. Let's move on. Um, we, we had we had a couple questions this week. Um, Showing actually, our oldness. It's actually very the weather. Yeah, very interesting because a couple things came out this week to do with NIL, which is a never-ending topic. Mm. Um, the name, image, likeness for college football athletes, and uh, one of the questions that uh, Secret Beavers Tilly wanted to know for the King is if we had. Is he still in Ireland? Uh, he's back, I think. It's Hopefully, like a fun trip. Yeah, uh, for those that don't know, uh, Secret Beavers Tilly and his. Beyonce took a very nice trip over to Ireland and shared a lot of photographs, and it felt like I was there. Um, anyways, he wanted to know if we had an NIL deal for you using your voice, and I've already said we gave you a koozie, so there you go. Um, 
But we also had some questions on related to the NIL. Uh, NCAA football. That answer is no, by the way. I do not have an NIL deal. So. You got a koozie. It's a thing. Um, and I the, still had to pay for my T-shirts. So. <laughs> oh, man. Really dropping bombs. Um, <laughs> let me get back to what I was about to ask. <laughs> NCAA football 25. We've mentioned the college football game is coming back out this summer that everybody's super excited about. They came out with their NIL deal for everybody. They're going to give every football that signs up $600 and a free copy of the game. I guess, would you take it, number one? And number two, is that fair? The player is getting $600 and a game. If they sign on the the line to have their name used in the game and their body type created to look like them. Yeah, I saw this where the players – Do you think it's a good deal? teams were releasing who has already done it. For the – how many college football players are there? (laughs) 11,000 for – Yeah, that's a ton. There's like 100 for each school. Yeah. There's 135 teams. For 10,000 – for probably 10,500 of the 11,000. It's a lot of math. It's a – Great deal. There's right. probably some that, you know, it's not such a great deal for. You know, like so the biggest take, of the big names. Yeah. So let's, but, let's localize it. So you're probably like talking a, about a Carson Beck. He's the star quarterback right. of UGA who's going to be ranked number one going into next year. You're saying for him it's probably not a I don't great think deal. I don't think it's a bad idea, though. I mean, it's, well, he has nothing to lose. Right. Yeah, I mean, I mean he has just nothing a, to lose. But he also, I don't know, could he leverage that, his – you know, for for more, I don't know. You know, I, but you're getting paid six hundred dollars and getting a free game to do absolutely nothing right. different than you'd be doing. Anyway. And it's so, so cool to be in a game. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, if you were trying, if, if you were going to start having folks try to leverage to get more, that game would never come out. Right. Because it would be just an ongoing battle. And, and that, I, I mean, it's just yeah. There's probably opportunity for like a cover athlete to get more. Like if they start doing like yeah. Madden does right. with the cover athletes. Yeah. Is there a curse though? Ooh, we'll have to see. I bet out. you they won't put an athlete on the cover of it because of that. Probably. Mm-hmm. Or they'll put like a Nick Saban or something uh, like that. That's a good point. He's he just, not associated with anybody anymore. That's why he retired. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a fair deal. I mean, Get on as a, even if you're the, let's just say you were the uh, most talked about college athlete. So last year, that's probably Caleb Williams going into the season. Or Shador Sanders. Yeah, okay, but whoever. Pick one of those that are well-known, have a well-known social media following, make tons of money off. This is just one thing. 600 bucks to be in the game that you're going to be in forever and a copy of the game. I mean, dang, you know, to give me 600 bucks, just give me the game. Uh, I think, and obviously for the backup players, it's a no-brainer. Like, you get to be in the game. That system's going to crash the day that comes out. Oh, it's there, the most there's, in- there's no way they're, they're going to be able to keep up with the demand. That's got to be the most anticipated video game release, maybe ever. I don't know. I don't. I don't know about ever, but it's one of the mm, ones. It'd probably be up there with like a the first Call of Duty, or I don't. I don't know. Anything well, about it was that. one of the most popular video game franchises, and then it just got taken away because of the issue that we're talking about right now. We're getting canceled by it's, CNN and Scott Bobby. Well, we're already canceled by Scott Bobby, but. Video games, I don't think, is in our wheelhouse, but it is in well, a this lot is of not, people's. This is not a, yeah, a it's correct. not a video game review. No, and it's not a video game that's very, uh, this my, is like something that spans. My apologies, trying to find something comparable is not I got in you. our wheelhouse. I got you, correct, correct. I don't know. Because I don't even know what the first Call of Duty was, and I should know. Yeah, but this transcends like a lot of things, because you got people that used to play video games, that are actually excited. I've heard several people say they're going to get some system just to play this game. Mm-hmm. 
uh, that don't have a system currently. So, I mean, I think it just like uh, has far, more far-reaching power than any other video game, especially recently. Tony so. Hawk's Pro Skater was a big deal. <laughs> that was in Crash Bandicoot, but that was back <laughs> when I was playing games. It's bad. You could play as Wii Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Bleep. Wii Man, yep. I remember Wii Man. <laughs> The king's hit his limit. <laughs> oh, yeah, we all uh, explicatives or whatever Pat called it last week. Were y'all Jackass fans? The show? Oh yeah. Have y'all seen Jackass four point five on Netflix? No, I haven't. It, Is that the one that came out during the the, yeah, Ron, the Rona? Yeah, it's the it's the newest. It, it's good. I mean, it's, it's it's Jackass. I mean, so it's kind of the same. But it, dude, it's it's still funny. I was I was a huge fan when it came out on MTV. There was some stuff was that fun. came out, I guess, Mad World, or what was that, E-Bombs World. There was some spinoffs that were trying to catch some steam that were pretty good, too. Nothing comparable, but I guess that was the what The Bachelor is now, or reality TV, or podcasting. Yeah. That's what, uh, what do you even call what they do on Jacket? Pranks? Yeah, it was pranks, but with... Like Half dangerous pranks. It was just like crazy stunts. Dude, you cannot. There's not <laughs> enough money in the world. Yeah. that you're gonna put me in a porta potty <laughs> that's filled with what it's filled with, and you're gonna slingshot me into the air. <laughs> All that stuff. <laughs> that was an interesting crew though, because Johnny yes. Knoxville was the star of that show. He's uh, was the main stunt guy on there, and he he turned into an actor, like a famous actor doing. Hollywood movies. Not a bad one either. Yeah, and then you had Steve-O, who was uh, on the show intravenously through an IV getting vodka put into his veins. Oh, you wow. know, he's sober now. Yeah, and he, he obviously was on drugs, had to have been to be doing stuff like that, and now he's totally sober. And then you have Bam Margera, who was, uh, he was a semi-pro skateboarder. Maybe he was pro. a professional. He's Very not good. sober. Uh, no, he <laughs> he had died. a... Is he still alive? He's still alive. Yeah. He, oh, he did a spinoff on his own show. Continued using drugs, turned into hardcore drugs. Yeah, the one with his dad. Yeah, Phil was his dad, the big, yeah, uh, large guy. And then Phil. now Bam is. Uh, last I heard, he was doing court ordered rehab, and then went on the run, and they were looking for him. And yeah. like he's well, well, that one guy died, and he he went like that was Ryan, Adam Dunn. Ryan was, Dunn. Adam Dunn Ryan was the son. baseball player. <laughs> killed, off, killed off another one. Adam Adam Dunn might be dead too. I don't know. No, no, uh, got to check. No, he's he's alive. Uh, yeah. Strikeout king. The, the big hit. the big donkey. Yeah. Um. He. Yeah. Ryan Dunn died in a car wreck. Anyway, it was interesting to follow that cast because they were so crazy, and then they all ended up in different spots. We've got on on some tangents. Adam Dunn, do, forty-four years do. old, still alive. I saw a stat where Tony Gwynn. Struck out less in the 90s than Adam Dunn did in, like, 2004 or something like That's that. That's crazy. There was also a stat on Tony Gwynn. It was like, if he went, like, O for the last... Like, 1,100. 1,100, he would still have over a 300 batting average? Yeah, Tony Gwynn was something yeah. else. The stat where it's him against Smoltz, Pedro, Greg Maddox, yeah. and someone else, and he had three total strikeouts. Correct. And I don't even think... I think Smoltz is the one, going back to your... Who has cable TV because they know the commentators and everything? Yep. Obviously, John Smoltz is a Fox Sports guy. And yep. I believe he's the one that brought it up on air. And then I went on a tangent. And uh, that's amazing because Smoltz never struck him out. The other three got, got yep. one each. Have I told my John Smoltz story on air about Mama Sleazy? Huh. Go ahead and call her out. I know she's listening. So 
she's probably going to turn red and call me and say, why did I tell this story? <laughs> did she date she John hates, Smoltz? No, she hates John Smoltz. Hates really? him. Hates really? him. Loathes him. Why? Because there was a story on Fox 5 when I was a child that uh, John Smoltz lived in this neighborhood in Atlanta, and he sued his neighbor because they built their house, and it started shading his swimming pool. <laughs> some pretty good reason to hate somebody. Is that even douchey. true? That's a true story. Oh, and Doc Lolliday would have a ball with that. And she, to this, I don't know about to this day, but I remember back then. Oh goodness! Oh, slur out. We got an Icelandic emergency. There yeah. it is. Uh, to the, I remember back then she was hot about it, and Mama Sleazy didn't get hot about it a lot, but she was not a fan of John Smoltz for. I get she thought it. it was petty. She's right. I'm with you, Mama Sleazy. You're right. I mean, that's rich people problem. R- right? Yeah. Like, come on. You are. Well, I don't yeah. know what your salary was back then, but significantly more than everybody yeah. else. Sued his neighbor. Yeah. I don't know who won. I have to look it up. Maybe yeah, look up stat guy. I'm looking to, at it. Have now. to go to the clerk of courts, and <laughs> I don't know. Right. Yeah, I, saw a video. I saw a video on Greg Maddox since he was mentioned the other day. Uh, apparently, he had this thing for like. Peeing on his teammates. Yeah, I've heard several stories. Uh, one of them was kind of weird, but it's <laughs> yeah. he, he would like he was just like they people being like the the jacuzzi, like you know yeah. doing their recovery. He just walk up to it, start peeing in the jacuzzi. Well, I think the particular one you're talking about was Andre Dawson, the Hawk, mm-hmm. and two other black players on the Cubs when he came up, and he said, "You ever seen a white guy make three black guys run away from him?" And they were in the jacuzzi, and they said no, and he just oh, man. started peeing, and they all got up and ran. He said, "Now you have." Something, something of that nature, and then another one Come in on, the Greg. in the shower. He was uh, got this guy into conversation, and everybody knew what he was going to do. They were watching because I guess you know it's back in the nineties when everybody just showered together, right? And uh, they don't do that no more. <laughs> <laughs> I had to in co- when I played college football, so I, it's a, I mean, it's still a I, thing. Community t- shower. I have, I have another, been in a community shower. We we know Dudu Donaldson and yep. no that was that was a <laughs> private shower that became public. Uh, yeah, I don't. It's another tangent, but I, I've never had to use a community shower. I was not the star of. Of course, the I didn't play football. Shower. I've heard it's been real prevalent in football locker rooms. Yeah. Anyway, let's finish the story about Greg Maddox. He had the guy in conversation. The guy was really talking to him, and then he looked down and felt something warm on his leg, and it was Greg Maddox peeing on him. I don't know how he didn't Back end up to, with like a broken jaw. Yeah. Because it's yeah. Greg Maddox. I don't. Back to the community showers. I have never been in a sports environment I where I had to Maddox use community shower. Maddox is on shower. the spectrum a little bit. He is a little bit. I've seen the interviews with him. He's definitely Tisman out. The uh, the Sullivans were the neighbors, and the Smoltz lost their claim. Oh, there you go, Mama Sleazy. We're, he did not prevail. Some closer. We we're got giving, some closer. Yeah, <laughs> we're giving a shout out to the business journals. Uh, the last. I can't. I have to pay for the full article. Okay, so we but don't get the all the date details. here is October of 1996. So that was, yeah. To pack point, he was uh, he was making a yep. lot of dough because they, they they had just won, won it in '95. Yep. Correct. Well, another little Smoltz thing that might send Mama Sleazy up in a tizzy was uh, Sander. We would. I I actually did not get to play in this tournament. I forgot where I was at, but we did uh, my travel ball team back in the day. They played in the uh, Smoltz Grissom Woodbat tournament that Marquise Grissom and John Smoltz put on together. Yeah, and apparently uh, Grissom and Smoltz were, you know, it's their tournament. You got a bunch of kids out there, but they were just kind of wouldn't really didn't want to really react with the interact with interact with the kids, yeah. and it's kind of just kind of you know nose in the air type of thing. Man. So Wait, we've got it fourth person here. Like in fourth, you weren't there in first person. So no, I was heard not. From other that was my, that's what my coach, the, you know, the coaches at the time were saying. I believe yeah. it. 
Smoltz and Mariano Rivera, and we we're out in all of them. This is an anti bunch of snobs. Yeah, we're calling them out, John Smoltz. I'm sure he's going to hear about this. I don't think we said Frenchie was a snob last week, though. We didn't. We uh, accused him of doing the toot, which is not true. And uh, you don't know that. That's (laughs) good Christian man. I don't know that, but I don't know that he does. That's Um, how he lost the weight. Maybe so. Sign me up, Frenchie. Are these yeah. just for decoration or? No. Dig all into yours, them, man. King. Uh, yeah. y- Yannette Garcia sent them. The King is talking about these Modellos that the it's sheriff just, brought. Yeah. Just to prove. Um, and this is, hey, we'll go right into it since the Modelo has been cracked into the number one one sent in a question. There we go. Very okay, random. I don't, know what, I don't know what he was thinking while he was drinking his Modellos. <laughs> but he wanted to know how far can the human, human eye see? Oh, man, too many factors to take. So you're talking uh, flat ground. So uh, I mean, we can see the moon. So, so I, think, I think the human pretty eye. pretty far. I, yeah, I think the human eye can see indefinitely. But if we don't have, because we can see a star. Yeah, there's no obstruction, nothing in the yeah. way, no clouds. Well, yeah, and there's definitely the whole, like, yeah. you can you can see for miles if right. you're somewhere it's flat. Right. Yeah, mm. I mean, he so. how have been absolutely hammered to send this you question see, But. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what is amazing <laughs> is how, you know, what is it, perfect vision for a human is twenty twenty or whatever, but, you know, you talk about, like, hawks and eagles yeah. and stuff. I mean, they got, what, like, 2060, 20, and, like, what we can see at 20 feet, they can see just as clearly at 60, 70 feet. Shout out, yeah. to, shout out to Norm. We had a we had a red hawk sighting on a when – when our services were provided to the king, we saw a squirrel was in grave danger, and – uh, Captain Norm called out a red hawk. If you remember, uh, on the branch, King. That, so I he saw a bird. That. Yeah, it was. A, I guess. Yeah. It was anticlimactic. The squirrel survived. Well, you saw a red hawk, though. Beautiful, beautiful animal. So I guess the human eye, though, at some point the clarity is not there because if I'm standing on a mountain that you can see, you can't see me. Correct. You're talking about like right. the distance distortion factor. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I guess, yeah cause you, if, well, I guess you could see me. Hmm. I wouldn't know it was you, but I could see, see the form of a human. But, but if I was on a star, you couldn't see me. You just see the star. Right. Like, yeah. So we can see, I don't know what planets we this can see like, up there. But yeah, if you were on way more Jupiter. Deep. This is deeper than I yeah. thought it was going to be. If you were on Jupiter, I could see Jupiter glowing, but yeah. I couldn't see you. on. So I don't know how to answer that question. So you could see pretty far, but maybe you can't make out fine so, details. So is that far. the eye seeing it, or is it? Oh stars. my God, dude! You are getting... <laughs> the stars projecting so far into our line of sight. Ooh, conspiratorial. <laughs> so, this is what Google says. Oh, <laughs> Google from the Optical Academy. <laughs> we got a new stack, guy. The human eye can see up to millions of miles away, considering the circumstances and factors. Okay, all right. So that's it, what we were a saying. Classic non-answer. Yeah. Now this from Healthline says, based on the curve of the Earth, standing on a flat surface with your eyes about five feet off the ground, the furthest edge that you can see is about three miles away. Well, that makes sense. But I would be looking out. Not yeah, up. Because, yeah, right. Because yeah. the Earth is, to some people, not flat. Oh, the number one. No, I'm in a yeah. <laughs> send us that question. One is the Earth flat? <laughs> that needs to be the next. Man, I'm way too sober to be uh, discussing any of this. Yeah, but it, I do like that last answer because it gave you, it it subscribed all the variables and then gave you an answer. The other night I went on a flat earth uh, deep dive. Oh, you're a, 
I, I'm not on their side. I just wanted to know what they thought because I'm interested in the other side. <laughs> You're they, some counter surveillance. Yeah, they are. Uh, they're they, out there. They're out there. They. This one guy. <laughs> like, are they out there, or you just mean they're they're present? Them and Greg Maddox, they're, they're <laughs> yeah. on the spectrum. Because, you know, the question to everybody who's a flat earther is, how can you, like, fly around the world and sail around the world? And they always come up with this answer that you can't. Cause <laughs> what do you mean you can't? <laughs> they oh, say yeah. you can't. It's flat. But, so they so say, you're just going point A to point B? This you're one not guy really went to this huge conspiracy theory that Antarctica is heavily guarded. It's one of the most guarded places on Earth because <laughs> it's the, the edge of the wall. And so they don't want people coming down. <laughs> is Antarctica really guarded? Uh, according to this guy, I don't know who's convincing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, that's, the, that's the end. Yeah. You just fall off? But what do you fall into? No, it's like another... Like a green screen? <laughs> well, this guy was, again, he was out there. It's like another realm. Was he peeing on somebody, too? Like one of our favorite right-handed pitchers? No, I don't know. They're just... You know, of course, the viral clip, I'm sure y'all have seen it on Instagram, is the flat earthers. They set up the... Uh, With the flashlights <laughs> and the holes. And the, yeah. yeah. They set it up apart. And they're like, all right, if we... If th- to prove this, when we shine this light through, it'll... Like hit this other because it's a level ground that they're yes. on. I haven't seen this, but yeah, and they good. and they shine the light through, look and it. it because of the curvature of the Earth, it hits what below the hole, yeah. whatever. It doesn't they hit the. To, they had to adjust, yeah. for the curvature of the Earth, and, and they were like so deflated yeah. when it happened. They were like, oh, no. and this was all on but camera. But they're still believers. That, it's a huge following. I mean, if you read, there's, there's, you could spend hours as I did reading about the flat Earthers. Okay. You really want to go to a deep dive? Let's talk about aliens. <laughs> I want Alien Ricky to come on and yeah, really get into it. He was it. there for the. He was also there for the. Yeah, Red Hawk sighting. Yeah, because it's um, the more the federal government declassifies, the weirder the alien thing is getting. Yeah. I, look, I, you want to hear my UFO experience? Go ahead. So, and this is no joke. I always, I always would uh, make fun of UFO Ricky, um, <laughs> and he. Uh, until until I was in Afghanistan, and now again I don't necessarily believe in aliens by doing the UFOs. With Bob Lee Swaggart or who was the guy you were with? Yeah, <laughs> Jim Bob Stuby. <laughs> no, that was that was the first one. This is the second one. Okay, anyway, Jim Bob, thank yeah, you for Bob your service. Anyway, so it was probably five six o'clock. So the sun's going down, but you can still see right. You, you can still see pretty well. And there were tracer rounds going back and forth the whole time. But tracer rounds, red and, red and green. Okay. Well, I'm looking up, and I see this white light. And it's coming towards me. And I'm like, put a couple of my buddies, I'm like, y'all see this? And so I got three or four other folks that were like looking at it. We're both, we're all looking at it like, oh yeah, it's, like, it's coming towards us. It's white light. All of a sudden, stops, splits into two. So you got what well, the one stays in the middle, two other lights like split off of it, mm-hmm. and it just disappears. <laughs> I, I, I'm not laughing at you. I just that was the end of the story. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean that's that was it. But so so that 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 kind of solidified. Like obviously, I think there are UFOs, and, and true I think believer that, now. Yeah. Well, but I also think that look, here's the thing, and and it's 
as a chaotic situation as what was going on over there, if you're going to have some type of military tech or anything like that, gotcha. that's going to be the time you test it out because nobody's going to think really think True. twice about it. True. So I think you, you start see that's where you get a lot of your UFO sightings and some okay. probably accidental sightings, and I, and I think it's a lot of military tech and stuff like that. But um, yeah, there was one of them with some fighter jets, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah recently yeah. that got declassified. So I, I'm with you, or maybe they're just. This sounds terrible, but maybe they're coming to see the show. <laughs> I would much maybe. more believe that they would be going to active combat than they would go to the Miami Mall. So you're saying because of I'm not like s- a TV show, you don't want to watch. I'm not saying combat. Dry. We we love everyone here. Did you hear me? We don't. We want to preserve life. But they want to see things going but on. They want to see some chaotic experiences. And I would imagine that's one of them. Yeah. Well, we need to have Alien Ricky on to get us. He's he's the authority that I know. And so, uh, with your even though you saw it with your own eyes, there, King, I'm, I don't know if you're an authority on it. I'm not an authority. I'm just saying it. They're they're out there. He's a believer yeah. though. I've, I've seen them. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, we're gonna steal that intellectual property too. Yeah. Um, so we got another question here. CNN, and I don't know how he thinks we would know. The answer to this, and it's, and again, I don't know why. I, I don't know enough. Oh, for the so- I understand this question now. I, I, the over under for the number of wins for the softball teams. I totally misread his question earlier, and now I know what it is. So he's referring to the softball teams. I hope so. Got it. That he coaches. He coaches the uh, in our local league here. He coaches a co-ed team. The enforcers. Yeah, the ACC PD enforcers, oh, the God, co-ed and is. the men's team. There it is. That's the name of the team. If you go on the website, that's what it is. So uh, he wants to know the over/under for the number of wins. Um, the co-ed team uh, did not game, win. How many games are there? There's, I think there's eight. Like- or okay. nine. I was going to say in the teams, but I was No, wrong. it's not that many. You playing this morning? Mm-hmm. Um, the men, so traditionally, the men's team has gotten better. Not traditionally. Here over the past couple of years, the men's team, has, to me, has improved. Which is traditionally. It's I'm going to go tell you, the last game I played in, none of y'all three were there. Yeah. So it was not an improvement. Oh, yeah. Where were, yeah. No yeah. telling. The normal amount of tendons um, was there, and the, it was bad. The co-ed team, I don't think we won a game last season. No team speed. Um, so, I will say the over-under is going to be more wins than last season for the co-ed team. So, one? Yes, <laughs> correct. Or, or a point. All right, a half a win? Set, yes. Yeah, well, we <laughs> got to set it at. Okay, so we're setting it at minus 1.5. I, I think we'll be over the co-ed team. Or minus – yeah, point one, five. I think point five. Yeah, uh, we'll make it challenging. I think it's. I'm gonna a go minus plus two. Plus two, two. For the co-ed team. For plus the co-ed two. team. Yeah. First game tomorrow. See, I think thirty. See, I think there's gonna be a lot of push on that because there's good possibility we we win two games the whole season. Two and six. That's what you got. Yeah, after two and seven, whatever it is. Um, okay, the problem I'll is that I have seen in the softball league is that the teams that enter get younger and we have the same team that does not get younger this is true and with a co-ed softball team you live and die by the strength of your female players 100 percent um to an and to an extent like your number five your so you have five and five in the lineup usually five girls five guys to your weakest guys will i like i like five guys whole slew of rules 
Good French fries. So whole slew of rules where you got to alternate genders yeah. and yeah. And God what I have seen over the last season is that our girls are solid, but the other girls seem to get younger. I'm trying to be as politically correct as I can in this answer. It's just you can't battle age. You can't battle. 24-year-old co-eds that just got done playing college ball and all we, that kind of stuff. We live in a college town is what you're saying. Yeah, it's just a lot of athletic Full girls of on the other Physically active individuals. undefeated. Yeah, no doubt. He no is. doubt. He is. Now, the men's team, I don't know what the record was. Do you remember, Pat, mm. last season? Playoff bound. Yeah, we went to playoffs. So, at least four know. games, well, five games yeah. out of the eight or nine. Yeah, the men's team has been to the playoffs the whole the three seasons. At in, a, in a lower division, but it's still there. Yeah, um, and again, I think it comes down to an. How about well, a plus six? Ooh, yeah, ooh, that's, that's a that's an under. Yeah, I like the book. The books, <laughs> the books are sitting pretty on that one. Yeah, that's a that's a easy for me to take the under on that. Plus Nothing five. Against. Yeah, I think plus five is a plus five. Okay, you heard five, it here first. Five wins being the what you would bet on is a pretty. So how many games is it? Six and three. It's, like eight it's at least eight. I think it's nine because you play a doubleheader one night. Six and three. I like that. That'd be playoff bound yeah. again. I don't think I, I'm going the under on f- five or oh, five and a half. Oh, I guess. Have y'all been in any of the practices? I went to no. one. I mean, went to the first. Was one. it any like new people out there that? Mm-mm. No, not really. Uh, we got a mustachioed male. Oh yeah, what's very that kid's skinny. Name? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, some Mr. Skinny. Bobby. Yeah. Bobby P. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't seen him play. We yeah, it's just one of those things us, where our team we like the people that play yeah. on the team, so it's not like a real com- you know, competition to replace anybody on the team. It probably should be because I, like, I should probably be replaced because uh, my Bang. arm my arm is still back in my 30s. Uh, now that I'm 40, like I haven't had an arm to be able to throw the ball far in a couple that years. That would be like Jesus leaving the Bible. I'm just saying. It should be, gave out. <laughs> there should be somebody who should be able to take my spot. That's all I'm saying. But we don't really do it like that because we, like, we like the people we play with. Right. For all the haters that say it's just a ball coming in at 10 mile an hour, come on out and give it a whirl. Give it a whirl. You might I, I do believe, pull an Aaron Rodgers. I, I have said this, though, that I do believe if you could go throughout our work environment and pull, every, and, and pull the people you want to pull out there, we could probably field a pretty good team. Yeah, if everybody had the time. Yes, correct. If you had to go – Pick the best athletes. That's how it was when I was in high school. Our baseball team was terrible because a lot of the good players didn't want to miss spring practice at the football. Yeah. Catching what I'm oh, saying. Yeah. So if you'd have gone, and I played rec ball with a lot of those guys, and if they'd have played high school ball, we'd have had a way better team than we did. What gotcha. are you saying? Do you want to translate that for the listeners, Pat? I'm just, well, I think we touched on it. Last week or the Probably. week before? Yeah, yeah. Just you know, it's it's well for your for the uh, the Crosberries football team. There's a lot of other seasons going on, so that's uh, yeah. We did yeah. hit on it. We, yeah. This has been an underlying theme for all <laughs> 21 legal drinking age episodes. Uh, well, also in my to stay on the tangent of my hometown baseball team, we had a private school, a very small town, but private school and a public school, and so. Everybody kind of went their different ways, and with sports too. So if we'd have had like my little league team continued together up through high school and had all the best athletes in the town, we'd have had a much better team. Well, yeah. that's the synergy of playing together too. But yeah. well, that too. But it's just like we had a couple of good athletes, but they also had the same problem at the 
private school and also with, to some extent on the football team. They had a certain group. It's like people didn't change groups. I believe Pac hit on this in several episodes. But if, uh, if an African-American individual is going to play a sport, they are going to be very damn good at it. And, it, well, not, and they're, not and gonna they're play usually it. not playing baseball and Correct. nowadays. And Yeah, we talked about I it will, extensively a I couple will, weeks ago. No. So far, I won't go as far as disc golf. Shout out to Secret Beverage. But softball, any sport I've been involved in, if there's a if there is consistent attendance from a member of the community, they are one of the best players, if not the best out there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm put. Write it down. I got gotcha. you. Um, your partner Ace sent in a question. This is kind of centered towards you. Who? There, King. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, little new ho- new phone. Who's this? Yeah. He wanted to know your. He said five. You can do three. Whatever you want to do. Professional wrestlers of all time. Ooh, that's a good one. Five? I, I, I can do five. All right. <laughs> Val Venus. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, ladies. Uh, <laughs> I got a feeling I know who number one is. Well, I've been, I've actually been watching, and look, it's no secret how much of a fan I am of this, but I've been watching my Instagram reels lately, and it's a lot of like, who's your Mount Rushmore of, uh, of wrestling, and i I like five, and I think number number one has to be Ric Flair, and I, I know, oh, and, and I, I know, I know. I agree. That, he transcends wrestling. He's like, I I had a different number one for the king. Well, I, it's look, <laughs> some of these aren't going to be in a particular order, but number one has to be Ric Flair. Got I it. mean, and it's he, uh, and the Nature Boy, U, UFO Ricky will appreciate that. He's a he's a huge Ric Flair fan. Well, Ric Flair um, was bigger than wrestling in some respects. He, he was. He was. But he also was and very good in the ring as as far as being a wrestling partner with whoever he was, he was paired with. Um, and then number two, our you know again no particular order, but number two, um, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Uh, three, I'm going to go with The Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I was way off. Four, I got to say Shawn Michaels. I knew you were gonna have them in there. Um, man, Ooh, and man, God. who are you, you gonna leave off, man? Because there's, I know, the, you know, I, I hate to only be able to do five because I could, I could do a top, I could do an easy top ten, like yeah. just, I mean, off the top of my head, top ten. But for five, so who, who I got? I got the Flair, question was five. Yeah, yeah. Flair, mm. Austin, Rocky Rock, The Rock, Shawn Michaels. And man, dude, it's almost a three-way tie. And, I, and I'll tell you who the three-way I'll tell you who the three-way tie is, and then I'll and I'll give my answer. Okay. My three-way tie. Three-way pause. Well, my three-way tie is going to be Hogan, yeah, The Undertaker, and Bret Hart. Okay. Man, my pick wasn't even in there. And I gotta say, I gotta know he, who yours. He who, knows who I was going to pick for him. And I, and I gotta say that between those three. Taker. Man, I gotta go Hogan, and, and, and the, because if you look at the if you look at the history, dude, I love the Undertaker, and the Undertaker is, I mean, he, I'm, an absolute, I mean, the most consistent guy in the in the in the WWF throughout the WWE, you know, when they were that through the WWE, but Hogan was thirty to almost forty years of just yeah relevance. 
I mean, you know, and, and I mean, him doing what he did to Andre the Giant at WrestleMania three just kind of, I mean, that that kind of skyrocketed Vince, you know, Vince McMahon, and which you know he's probably taboo to say nowadays, yeah, but yeah. uh, oh boy, he uh, but that kind of skyrocketed and, and took it over, and I got to go Sean, and the reason I say Shawn Michaels. And I'm sorry, I could talk about this for an hour or so. It's, but it's interesting you have uh, Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart in so, the, yeah, so in the same sense. Look, my uncle, who's also you know was a was a wrestling fan back in the day when you know the Attitude Era, whatever. He he made he made a statement one time that I agree with. That Montreal screw job, in my opinion, for those who know what I'm talking about, saved the WWF. They were not doing very good at the time. Um, they were Bret Hart was leaving to go to, to go to WCW. WCW was dominating. You know they were on the upcoming, and of course, you know you got the whole Monday Night Wars and everything. But yeah, they didn't want him to take the title with. They didn't want him to leave. Well, WC- they did not want to, and they yeah. did it in Montreal yeah. and all the controversy. There is no doubt in my mind that that saved the WWE. But Shawn Michaels, the greatest in ring performer of all time, of w- all time. WCW was getting big with like the earthquake and all them. Wasn't it? Well, they were big. I mean, they were getting big. They had Scott Hall, and they had Hogan, That's and they right. had Kevin Nash come over. They started the NWO. Kevin Nash. You know, you had you had Goldberg with his undefeated streak. Um, UGA Grant. And it just kept getting yep. just kept getting more. It was who could outdo each other. And that, that's what made it great TV. It's like you had to, one was set the plateau, and the other one have to, you know, transcend it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it ended up being... Dude, I've, I've listened to so many podcasts on this. I could do a whole three hour. But yeah, right. anyway, I, I am curious. Who, who did you? Who, who did you think I was going to say? I had the American Dream in there. Look, man, I love some Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. I love Dusty Rhodes for sure. Uh, son of a plumber. I don't but, think he uh, had as much of a tenure as some of those other. He guys. did, but, but it was on the the local, well, not local, regional circuit. The, the regional circuits, but a lot of folks don't. A lot of folks don't realize a lot of WCW's bookings during that Monday Night Wars was. Uh, Dusty was doing the bookings for them, and so a lot of their a lot of their matches, a lot of their talents was uh, 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 Dusty does not get a lot of the credit for that. So he yeah. was almost like a man. Was this a manager before or no, during? No, so, his- so he would. So he was not a necessarily a manager. He was. He was in charge of the booking. So he would book the matches. Who gotcha. was going to do who? And this he is would, while he was, he's wrestling too. Uh, he was good. Kind of past his wrestling days at the time, he may would make some in ring appearances, whatever. But uh, but yeah, man, that's that's my top five. Uh, he, I, I, and I know he. There's a couple of them there that he wouldn't agree with. Um, but uh, those are my five. WrestleMania three. Yeah, you named all the names that I was gonna name. The Pontiac Um, Silverdome. That's a cool. I think the attendance there is under scrutiny. Yeah, Dusty. uh, So Dusty Rhodes did a commercial in my hometown for. Horton Homes. It was a mobile home manufacturer. That's what kept. It was the huge uh, you know, industry in the town. And he daddy. did a commercial, and I thought it was the coolest thing. Hey, he did a commercial a for computer them. Computer replaced you, Daddy. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, He's should, got some one-liners, man. Yeah. I should have asked this question earlier while we were talking about nil, but I didn't want to leave booty meat out um, about that nil stuff we were talking about. But I should have put them all together. It's my bad. Bad host. Um, so, you know, Tennessee and Florida State got dinged because they used NIL during their recruiting of some athletes. He wanted to know if it should be used during recruiting. I, I don't know how you I get around see, it. I don't see how it's not. I, basically, what I understood, the violation that Florida State made was 
they drove, and I actually think it was a UGA. It was a Marius Mims. A yeah, Marius Mims. He was a transfer. He was in the transfer portal, which means he was looking for another team, and he went down there to visit them to see if he wanted to leave UGA for Florida State, and they drove him to the a representative from a whatever. collective yeah. to get his NIL deal, yeah. and apparently that's taboo. You can't do it, it's and they so well, stupid. Th- that's that's the whole like, wh- where do you draw the yeah, line? Exactly. Right? Like it's gonna get until you have a set rules yeah. that you know or a, a set set of rules for it. Yeah, and I think I, the, I don't know where you. I think the attorney general that sued the NCAA or did the injunction or whatever to um, basically. Put on pause these pause? San- sanctions against these two schools. Made, made the argument like, how do you? Where do you draw the line at? It's like legal. NCAA is trying to like keep power. That's what they're trying to do because it's related to money. Because they kind of control a lot of things right now. And I don't know. I don't know how much longer the NCAA is going to be able to hang on to anything. The way they're acting, they're, they're going to change their. They're going to have to put yeah. a. And look, I, I've. I've said several times that they're never going to obviously listen to me, but this is just my two cents, that I believe there should be a cap on NIL money. I believe there should be – I don't I don't think you're, you should be allowed to get it right away. I think you should have to be there a full year. You get your you get it uh, your sophomore year. I also think you need to maintain a certain GPA before you're allowed to receive your NIL Man, money. you're getting really harsh on these guys. And yeah. I also believe when it comes to the transfer portal, you get one free transfer, and that's it. The only the you get one free one, and then yeah. the only the only way you get to get another transfer where you can play right away is some crazy either some just crazy situation or a coach change, coaching change. Yeah, because it's just but, yeah. Oh, well, I think they got yeah. They have some of those rules in place now. Like if you have a coach change, you can transfer past the you have 30 days you they're trying they're trying but it's yeah. crazy because you know look what happened with alabama like right. you know nick saban retires and then you got these teams are just poaching on right. alabama's players they, yeah they've got to regulate it somehow because i was thinking about this the other day this has to do with the uh um uh, i can't even think of the name of the league the golf league that was created the saudi oh, arabians live, live. yeah the saudi arabians they have and I was, I was watching something else on them. They have so much money. So what if one of their kids goes to just UGA and falls in love with football, and then the collective has access to the Saudis' money? You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. they, they'll pump. They're overpaying because they're so bored. They have so much oil money, and they want to like watch things and gamble on things and, and all that kind a, of stuff. Started a baseball league too, Baseball United. Yeah, they have they have a bunch of ba- old washed out baseball players that have name recognition so they have something else to watch. Robinson like, Cano is the Yeah, they have so much of. money. So what if one of their sons comes over here, loves football and then gets in the collective and now UGA has a billion dollars to dole out. Like who can compete with that? Well, yeah, I mean yeah. That's why. And again, at the a... end, at the end of the day, it comes down to coaching and all that kind of stuff on the field. But if you're getting more, as the sheriff likes to say, Jimmy's and Joe's. Oh yeah. Um, because you have all this money, you just have bukus of money to give out way more than anybody else. I mean, they they've got to put a cap on it at some point or some regulation because it could really get out of hand pretty quick. Kind of already has. Well, and I think the NIL is one of the reasons why. And I thought about this. I figured that I thought this question might come up when you talk about Georgia. Um, Hiring James Coley as their new wide receivers coach uh, once, uh, and I think one of the reasons why McClendon Brian McClendon left was because 
you're going to see it more in the coaching in college coaching is they don't want to deal with the NIL. They right. don't want to deal with having to go recruit players. And the first thing the players say is, "Well, how much money can I get?" Right. And uh, and I think when that, they've you know, done nothing yet. Yeah. yeah, and I think one of the whole reasons of hiring James Coley, you know, I know the the Georgia fan base was, you know, we want Hines Ward, we want Hines Ward. And look, I like Hines Ward. Obviously, the emotional part of you is like he'd be great, but. You are having to you are having to hire just absolute elite recruiters mm-hmm. because they're having to balance that being able to be an elite recruiter plus being able to go and say, "Hey, this is what we can do for you" or whatever. And it's, yeah. it's 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 a mess in my opinion. I don't I don't like well, it. I don't see a guy like Heinz Ward who is a quote unquote old school. I don't see him having a lot of patience with that because he I hated that dude. Because obviously he was uh, on very competitive Pittsburgh Steelers team, squaring off on the Evil Empire and New England Patriots. But uh, that dude left it all out on the field and yep. played at a very high level, extremely undersized. And then you got some kid coming to Georgia that has way more tools than he does. And like the King just said, is flapping his gums about money or whatever. I just I don't see yeah. any former player unless they it's just whole, recently yeah. hung it up being it's having the other, patience for that. Something else to deal with that's just not football related and it's just I don't know. Well I'm I'm jumping a tangent here, surprise, surprise, but that's like Ted Williams was a horrible baseball manager for the Washington Senators for that exact reason. And you see a lot of former players. Right. I just think Ted Williams is is he's the GOAT for Major League Baseball. And he was a horrible coach just because he did not – it's not like he couldn't teach a dude how to hit. It was he did not have the patience right. to do it or I don't want to say the patience to do it, but the patience to have – let somebody develop. When you are when you yeah. play a sport at such a Correct. high level, yeah. sometimes it's uh, hard to understand why they aren't able 100%. to do it. 100%. Yeah. That's – yeah. I get that in my coaching. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Kidding. We're going to end the episode – with hold a trivia on. question. I'm oh. sorry. Go ahead, Sheriff. We're gonna Go hold ahead. on. The James Coley's from. He was 2019 LSU. Am I? No, he was, right? he was Georgia till 2020. Texas A&M hired him away. He was Georgia. Okay. He was offense coordinator at Georgia. Okay. Then a wide receivers coach at Georgia. Was he then, on the mega cast with Jimbo? Then is that where I'm thinking? I he heard was at his Texas name A&M some, with him. Yeah, and he left and went to. That was a pretty cool mega cast. I know we talked about it. I can't remember off air or on air, but they had. Almost the entire, or I would say the notable names, so maybe 20 to 25 coaches in a room watching the 2021 Georgia-Alabama game yeah. and kind of in real time breaking down the tape. And it was – I know I watched it two or three times over, but I think he he must have been in that. But he's, like you said, fabulous recruiter. All right. We're going to end it on a trivia, trivia. question from the special agent. And I'm going to bow out. I will go ahead and say I did not know the answer to this question. I don't know why she asked us a trivia question. Okay. Thank you, Special Agent. Well, we appreciate hey. it. So there's only one city in the U.S. that has all four major sports but has not won a championship in any of them since the start of this century. <sighs> Got any idea who it is? I did not. I, I went through and racked my brain. And So this would be four major sports. Well, uh, baseball. Hockey. Yeah. I don't know. And so that's. Yeah. That threw a little wrench in it yeah. for me. So we're baseball from the year two thousand. That's what it says. This century and um, 
when I found out the answer, I was like, yeah, that's correct because so they would they would have won one in the nineties. Baseball, basketball, football, hockey. Yeah. Uh, I think I got an answer, but I'm gonna let the king go first. Uh, I, 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 Base, you said baseball, football, yeah. basketball, and hockey. basketball and hockey. And hockey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I. Yeah, I like got I it. Said, okay. Is it go Dallas? ahead, King. Ooh. No, the Mavericks. No, the Mavericks. Correct. No, correct. It's uh, not Dallas. You're right. Uh, God, I want to. S- My answer. Go ahead, King. Ah oh, man. I got football, the- basketball. Yeah. I got. I, think I don't know. I, got I don't know the hockey teams. That's my. The problem, problem is that they won a this. The, I, I was. I was want to say Arizona, but they won a baseball. They won the yep. World Series. They did in two thousand one. Yeah. And oh one. Yep. Uh, Lugo. All right, I'm throwing my answer out. Go ahead. Detroit. That would be incorrect. No, the uh, Tigers have. I thought the Tigers. Yeah, have won that one. was the one. I no, was, they didn't win one, but they've been to two. Yeah, Maglio Ordonez. Did they not win one? What did they win? Did the Red Wings win something? I guess. Yeah, the Red Wings. But I thought that was '99 with Steve Wiseman. Okay, that was okay. A good give, video. give us a give us a geographical. Location. It is. You are in the right area of the United States. With, okay, with out the west. Detroit. No, no. Oh, okay. With Detroit, you're in the right area. Yeah, because I was thinking Red Wings, Tigers, Pistons, Minnesota. And there you go. Minnesota okay. Timberwolves. Yeah, haven't won one. Timberwolves the twins, twins. One of the '90s. Wait, what was the question? Four <laughs> major sports. In one Minnesota. city. Where you go? Minnesota. Minnesota's a state. What, Minneapolis. I'm sorry. Oh, well, hey, sorry. Well, sorry. Hey, hey, no. If the question is what city, <laughs> and y'all are naming states now, come on, come on. Yeah. Okay. I was. <laughs> was that on the host or on the question? That was on the host this because it's Minneapolis. Because that's where the twins are. Swole Valley. That's where the Timberwolves are. That's where the uh, the Vikings are. And In then the I'll, wild. Minnesota I have, Wild. I, okay. They yeah. used to be the Dallas Stars. They're the okay. Minnesota Wild now. Okay. Yes. There you go. And I was thinking Detroit was Pistons, Red Wings, Tigers, and who am I missing? The Lions. Lions. Yeah. The yeah. brand new Lions. There you go. Motor but City who had Dan. who who had won? You said the Tigers had won. In I the, thought in the two uh, thousand the Red Wings. The Red Wings must have won. So what year did the Pistons win? Ah, uh, that might be it. Yeah, I think the Pistons you could definitely the Pistons get me on won basketball in the early two thousands, I believe, when they had. Uh, uh, was Doc you know, Rivers the people. coach? <laughs> <laughs> they had Ben Wallace. Uh, <laughs> all the all the fighters. That's what he's yeah, talking about. Yeah. Those oh, people, the, the, the fight. Malice at the yeah, Palace. Malice or at the Palace. Was that yeah. when they won? <laughs> no, no it wasn't. They had uh, actually Rip, Rip Hamilton. Yeah. yeah, Rip Hamilton was a big piece of that. I actually watched shooter. the uh, documentary on the Malice in the Palace. Uh, a real apologetic a piece that they didn't really go into very hard on the players. The players got to talk about how they were victims. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Um, Okay, but there are some. That's the thirty for thirty you're talking about. Correct. Huh? Yeah. Correct. There are some fabulous lines yeah. about a five foot five white guy in the yeah. stands seeing Ben Wallace come at him, and I think they inter- they interview several of the fans, and it they is. Did. Well, they were not thinking it through. Let's just say yeah. that. Speaking of thirty for thirty, and going back to my partner's question, um, <laughs> oh, the wrestlers. If you hadn't seen the one on Ric Flair, you oh, got to yeah. watch oh, yeah. it. For sure. It is, oh, my God, it is the best. Legendary. I, they're coming out with, he's coming out with another documentary, too. Well. He should. He's lived a couple of lifetimes. I, I, I have. Think. 2004 was when the Pistons won. There you I go. I don't know so. when the Malice, I think, are you looking up Malice at the Palace? Pat, the Nature Boy documentary is fabulous. It is. And he 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 gives some information that I don't think has been heard. Yeah. Some body counts and what have you. And it's a. Uh, 
It's it will blow the imagination. Malice at the Palace was yeah, November nineteenth, two thousand four. Well, there you, it was after so, their championship. Well, and the Red, Killer Instinct. The was, Red Wings have won it won it two thousand two and two thousand eight. There we yeah, go, man. Stats was, are flying now. So, I had the right. I had the Red Wing team. I just had them. Yeah, a few years earlier than, because in '99 they had a really good squad too. No Kirby Puckett. <laughs> R.I.P. All right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. King, do you feel like we've buried the hatchet? We have buried the hatchet. There's one other person that. Uh, yeah, we gotta. He's gonna have to come face to face with me at some point, and uh, when he does, we'll we'll see how that goes. All right, on the mic or just in society at large. Well, we're gonna we're gonna keep this one off camera. It might. It, 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 there's a possibility it could get a little uh, out of hand. <laughs> just that he didn't let you know, or the whole thing. Well, you know, he didn't let me know, and uh, I can I can say, man, I, I don't know if I'd have felt comfortable coming up here without him until he did it to me. So. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Hopefully we can repair it so the greatest tag team that never was can continue their undefeated streak. I was going to kick off into a – I know we're joking around and this is terrible timing, but it's me. I was going to kick into a moment of silence when I said R.I.P. That's fine. We're wrapping up. So we, uh, uh, One of, a, one of a, another gentleman that's in the dog business with me uh, lost his partner. Uh, from cancer this afternoon, so just wanted to a, a dog. A yeah, and lost his dog. Lost not, his canine partner. Not that it's sorry. any less sad. We just want to let everybody know what we're talking about. Yeah, we. Uh, sorry, I said dog business. I did not clarify. Thank you, Pac. Yes. I'm trying to talk in enough code because uh, he doesn't want anything to be on blast. But I'm just want everybody to be thinking about him because it is uh, not the same as a human. But I would say, from a handler's perspective, it's it's pretty damn close. Yeah, it's uh, with you, you every day, all day. Unless I'm on vacation, trying to tear my ACLs uh, in North Carolina, he's he's with me, uh, and just wanted to give him a little moment. And there it was. All right, moment of silence has been had. There we go. All right, well, King, I do appreciate you coming on and clearing the air. Uh, take that koozie with you as part of your payment for your voice. NIL that's going to be used koozie. forever from <laughs> from here on out. We got to give him six hundred dollars and some kind of copy or something. We gave him a copy of the of the koozie, and <laughs> we'll give him the six hundred dollars and hundred. Uh, when we make our sixty yeah, cents, when we make our first dollar, we'll give him a penny of it. So that's it. Remember, <laughs> if you dream of mufflers, you might wake up exhausted. <laughs> All right. We're getting out of here. We'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening. And uh, take it easy.